You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Spring training has officially begun now that pitchers and catchers have shown up in earnest at all of their spring training sites around baseball. I am Allison Twitter, and I'm going to talk to Tom Harding here about the Colorado Rockies and things that we might want to look out for as the spring training gets started. So, Thomas, um, we have been talking all off season, and um, we understand that the Rockies have some work to do. <laughs> so let's start with the pitching, um, and we've touched on this, but like you say, there's nine pitchers for five spots and three sure things. So I guess that's kind of where the concentration is going to be for a while. Yes, it is. And um, a lot of the pitchers have been in camp for, I'm going to say, like 10 days. I mean, the pitcher-catcher reporting date uh, around the Rockies, and really the team reporting date has never been an issue here. Everybody shows up early. Just about all of the position players are here. So they've been working for a while, throwing their bullpens. Um, you know, if a coach walks by and looks at them and sees they're doing well, so We'll see what happens. Uh, John Gray is very excited about about his uh, pitching right now. Really feels like that he's taken in all of the um, all, all of the instruction that he's gotten for for years, really. And now it's time to put it all together. And we'll see what happens with him. I think he is the key to not just this year, but if he can develop this year and really become that solid frontline starter, then maybe it'll quicken the Rockies' um, progression to being a contender. I was reading your coverage of uh, just previewing spring training, and I thought it was interesting the number two spot, as you say, in the order bears watching. Um, first of all, Jose Reyes, I mean, it's something we haven't really touched on a lot, but they have to be bracing themselves for a possible suspension. So from there, um, there's some holes that have to be filled, like who fills in um, at shortstop, and also who uh, comes in at the top of the lineup. So where are they on that? Um, th- th- and that'll be something that could develop over camp. I believe that it would make the most sense to go with D.J. LeMayhew in the number two spot. There were times last year that um, that there were some hidden runs and plays like that that he didn't get, but he believes that he is pretty good at all that stuff, actually, and we'll see what happens um, with that. If he bats number two, it'll allow Gerardo Parra to hit down in the order, and historically, Parra has struggled up in the order and really done well down in the order. So I think that's where they're going to fill that number two spot is D.J. LeMayhew. Uh, although Parra, if you look at him and you look at the on-base percentage and some of the things that he's done statistically, he should be a pretty good two-hitter if the Rockies decide to, get, to do it that way. The issue is both Parra and LeMayhew have really done well down in the order. So the uh, pits, the pitchers are there, and I guess maybe have you seen um, Jason Mott, Chad Qualls, um, kind of talk to those guys? Is there just a feeling about having a more veteran bullpen um, and a feeling on that, maybe a little bit extra confidence that, that that part of the team is in pretty good hands? Yeah, especially when you talk to Walt Weiss and you talk to the people that are putting this thing together. Um, Darren Holmes, the bullpen coach, was there in 1995 when they had – a very so-so rotation, but they did it on the bullpen to get to the playoffs. Same thing in 2007. I mean, toward the end of 2007, three of their five starters were on the disabled list, and they were calling up really young guys like Franklin Morales 
and Ubaldo Jimenez, and it, and it kind of proves that, yeah, it would be nice to have that solid rotation where you expect seven, eight innings every time out, but there's more than one way to win, and certainly the way the games are at Coors Field, sometimes you're winning games once the two starters are out. So they've built a pretty good veteran bullpen. We'll just have to see how that works. I mean, the starters, let's face it, they have to be confident to get them into the middle of the game with either a lead or a close score. And what happened last year was in the first inning, the first two innings really, they put the team so far behind that it was hopeless. But if there are tight games at Coors Field, they built a bullpen that they hope will win those tight games. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about spring training itself. Um, you have covered a lot of these, and I've actually been at your spring training with you before. And the days start really early, and a lot of it is just when the clubhouse opens, you have to start kind of working the room and talking to guys. Uh, is it important to stay on routine at spring training? Is it important to sort of stick to a schedule? Like, how do you approach getting through a 44-, 45-day trip? Yeah, well, the first thing I do is I appreciate the fact that while I'm covering it, I don't have to be out there running around in the sun or throwing pitches or anything like that. So personally, that's I understand that. Um, the days can be very early here. And a lot of times in spring training, it's, it's really weird. And sometimes I do this mentally. I wish I could write in every story where, where I'm writing about so-and-so who's, um, who, who, who has a new pitch or who has – who has lost 25 pounds or whatever. I'd like to write in every single story, if the Rockies go undefeated, untied, and unscored upon in spring training, it really doesn't matter, you know. So <laughs> what you have to do, you have to keep in mind the big picture that they're preparing for a season. Sometimes in spring training, uh, people will freak out if a veteran is um, not doing very well. And this is especially the case with pitchers and sometimes with hitters, too, where you only get one or two at bat and you have a 212 average midway through it. It doesn't mean that that hitter has declined to the point that he's going to get cut. Um, with a lot of the pitchers, if they struggle early, a lot of times it's because the first two or three times out they throw all fastballs and everybody knows what's coming. So really it's the last 10 days or so of spring training. It's when the batting order starts falling into place and, 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 and things like that. And also you really are spending, what, six weeks, seven weeks trying to determine who your fifth starter, your middle reliever, and in some cases the 25th man of the roster are, and that's it. So I, I try not to freak out about the results of spring training, um, but being around here long enough, you start seeing if someone's working on something new is that, that, that may be um, incorporated every now and then, where maybe uh, like last year people were shifting on Carlos Gonzalez. Well, by the end of the year, he was hitting 265 into the shift. So he made some adjustments there. Those are the things you try to pick up on to see if you can get your coverage better than others. And also, let's face it, help the reader understand um, what's going on in spring training. I mean, I, I think that there's a natural tendency if you're a fan of any team that, hey, they're keeping score, let's see if they win these games. But as I say, if the Rockies go undefeated, untied, and unscored upon, it really doesn't matter. Have you ever wanted to, like, say to the 32-year-old reliever who says he's developing a new pitch, like, why didn't you develop this when you were 26? <laughs> yes. Yes, that's true. Or, you know, or, or sometimes, actually, the 32-year-old reliever that's developing a new pitch, it's because the pitches that work at 26 don't work anymore. 
<laughs> you know, That's you true. are about, when they say, like, you are about the same stage, player at 32 it. that you were 20, at 26. So yeah. you have to develop it. It's not because he sat there in the lab and said, oh, gosh, all my stuff is great, but I'm going to develop this to trick people. It's because whatever you were doing for 27, 28, 29, 30 – no longer works. Maybe you wake up and you and you throw a ball and it's not coming out of your hand the same way. Then you have to develop something new. Yeah, but a change-up. You think that you would think that you know back in the day even that would be a good pitch to have. Maybe I should just do a change up my whole career. So, anyway, I could go on like this forever. Well, you know, not... I'll tell you what. The, the change-up is a weird pitch and. I've always felt that it should be developed actually from Little League. I think that kids are throwing breaking balls too soon. All you need is a fastball and change-up um, to, to get there. But what happens is when you get into high school with the aluminum bat to college with a composite bat, the change-up doesn't do you much good because a lot of times a good change-up will shatter that wood bat, but a good change-up with an aluminum bat will be a single or even a double in the hole, and that's why pitchers are afraid to throw him. That's why you're – they enter pro ball without having it or without having a good one because it does them no good. If you use wood bats earlier, and there are some um, wood bat leagues in the summer for the college kids, and even a few high schools are doing it, I think that the pitchers would develop a changeup before they get to the pro ball. Okay. That was a good lesson, Pitching 101, Thomas. Thank you. Enjoy the, enjoy the time in spring training. I hopefully see you there, and we'll catch up with you soon. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.